You're listening to The Age of Transitions. I'm your host, Aaron Franz, coming at you live this Sunday night, August 13th, 2023. Live every Sunday from the facilities of Ocelli.com, 10 p.m. to midnight Eastern Standard Time. The first hour is The Age of Transitions. Second hour morphs into Uncle the Podcast. So thank you for listening live or in podcast form. Appreciate it either way you're doing that. Um Consider giving a donation to the network at Ocelli.com to keep the live radio network going and growing. Chuck could use all the help he can get on his end. He's working very hard there. And you will be rewarded if you donate $50 or more with one of the very interesting gifts that we have talked about on the shows. So check that out. Do consider donating if you're able to do so at Ocelli.com. And then there's also uh, my website, which is theageoftransitions.com. You can pick up the podcast there, and you can support this show directly if you choose. Have lots of ways to support. The uh, Revolved Man Scientific Rise to Godhood is my book. It's available as paperback or ebook copies. Um, you'll find that at the website. Also have T-shirts, the Age of Transitions T-shirts, Uncle the Podcast T-shirts. Um, have the Patreon campaign, and we also have the affiliate links. So if you buy books, if you're ever buying books at all. Uh, Check first at bookshop.org and do so by going to my website, theageoftransitions.com. Go on the sidebar. You'll see the link to bookshop.org. You have to click on that link, and once you do so, um, anything that you get at bookshop.org, I'll just get like a small referral fee. It won't cost anything extra for you, but it'll help support the show. Maybe you want to buy Sam Idlett's new book, American Values. Had him on the show last week, talked about the book. That's going to be number one on the list of uh, books by guests that I have when you click the link to bookshop.org. So consider getting that one. But you can get anything there. As long as you click through the link, it'll send a little uh portion my way to, again, help the website here. So thank you for remembering that when you're shopping for books or other media online. Also, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, you can use Libsyn as your podcast hosting service, which I recommend. I use it. It makes life easy. It's good all around. Um, If you use promo code FRONZ, You'll get two months of the service for free. That's Libsyn. Uh, you can also click through the link at um, theageoftransitions.com or when you're, um, or you can just use promo code FRANZ. So thank you for listening live podcast, however you may be doing so. If you are listening live, consider calling in. And if you're not listening live uh, and, and you've thought about calling at some point, just remember that you can. Any given Sunday night, um, it's seven, just past 7 p.m. here on Pacific Time in California where I am. If I were in New York City, I was in Philadelphia drinking some water, I would uh, be at the uh, 10 o'clock hour, right? So it just depends on where you're at, but you can call 319-527-5016. That's the live call-in number every week. 
CoChelli.com hotline is what that is, 319-527-5016. Or use Skype to come on the show. If you use Skype, type a message to Chuck. He will bring you on the show after you type a message to him. He is Charles.Ocelli on Skype. So use Skype, Charles.Ocelli, or call 319-527-5016. We're here. It's the age of transitions. We can't do anything about it. We're stuck with this. We're in the thick of things now. Uh, the people uh, realize that artificial intelligence is, isn't just the realm of science fiction movies anymore. It is here. It is developed. It's deployed. It's being put to use all over the place. It's everywhere these days. It's all the rage. It's a big news story. Maybe you've heard of it. Maybe you know Chat GPT. Maybe you know a company called OpenAI. Maybe you know um, uh, what, what else? I don't know what really anybody knows, uh, but I, I do realize that um, just the fact that the term large language model has become a common parlance says a lot, doesn't it? If you would have... Uh, I mean, who would have seen that coming like two years ago or so? Anybody know what the heck a large language model even is? Now everybody at least is familiar with what they are. And, I mean, we've been doing the same. It's We've been building up to this for a long time. What do these, what do these AI systems need? What, how do they work? How do they operate? How do, they, how do you get them up and running? Well, as the story goes, they need to be trained. They have to be trained on data, um, depending on what function they're uh, they're doing. It it's it's the, the type of data is specific to that. It's um, you know, say, Aaron. You know, I, I hate to jump in on you, but a couple quick things. One, did you uh, did you happen to try and tick your mic down a little bit? Oh yeah, I did. What I can go more. Is this better? Just a better? touch. You, you, you're you're just a, a little, little hot. Yeah, I'm fighting better? with it. It's weird. I I wasn't fighting with it last week. It was kind of weak. Uh, and uh. and we had the problem with the mic a couple weeks ago, right? Yeah. Uh. Anyways, yeah. No, but this time it was actually hot. Is that a new mic? Uh. No, no. Actually, I I need a new mic because I'm still using the. Uh, the backup microphone, because my my Wild. my nice. Um, well, it sounds really good. It was just actually a little too powerful. It was it was actually I was trying to knock out the distortion. Uh, oh, okay. So I wanted to let you know, and I love it when you go into this stuff. And I hate to interrupt you, but I figured I'll catch you now with the AI discussion. Um, and and also, uh, you, let's see, you have a caller too. Okay. The AI well, discussion, yeah, uh, yeah I, I love it when you go into this stuff, and I don't know where you're going to go with it tonight, but I love it when you when you go through these things. I don't know if you want to get to the caller right away. But... No, no, we will. We'll yeah, we'll go right to the caller because they might have something interesting to bring up here. Okay, yeah, excellent. But the only thing is, it's just a little too, believe it or not, it's a very nice, very dynamic, warm sound. Other than it's just a little too much. Yeah, is what is it, it is. Is, is it is it? Good now, or does it need to go down further? It sounds a lot better now. It sounded like the gain was up a little bit, 
Was it, is that yeah, possible? Did you... Yeah, I, I just have the. I think I had the level too high. Okay, it's, it's just that simple. Sorry about that. I hate to do it, but I don't want you like you know uh, having your because you you have a very like soft voice generally, and I want to mm-hmm. keep it smooth, but it was like too much, and I was trying to fight to keep the distortion down, and I'm going, wait a minute, I'm making too many adjustments. Let me yeah. let me get to him. If he calms his source down, it'll be okay. So yeah. sorry about yeah. that. Um, anyways, no, 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 it's good. I, I should get a good microphone again. I mean, this backup one I've been using for a while. It's okay, like you said, it's pretty good, but yeah, there's better ones. No, it's, <laughs> it's cool. One. This one's cool though. I, I listen. I got nobody checking my mic, so I mean, sometimes I go through a whole show not even knowing I sound like crap unless they tell me in the chat room, you know. So, yeah. uh, so I try, you know, because you you accidentally hit a setting, you you twist you twist a knob, you know, the problem with the knobs is I can't. You twist the knob the wrong way and you're screwed, right? So, I mean, and you do that just accidentally moving something around or, you know, you tap the board, you don't even realize it. And, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. what I do is I take I take everything down mm-hmm. after I'm done for the week. I put everything away. And my mixer has this little, like, bag I put it in, actually. So the knobs can turn somewhat when they're when it's being moved you know so yeah see that's why know. it's better to put it in a in a hard box that gives it a little space because that way the, you're not you're not moving your knobs there <laughs> Anybody know what I'm doing there? Uh, anyway, do. so uh, <laughs> what, did, what did he do? Like five minutes after I, I said that one night, I said, he gets on there, Chucky, you got to get on there with the calls. He did exactly what I said he was going to do, right? <laughs> Is that not too funny? You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's like, get the calls rolling. Get the calls. Come there. on, get, get those phones ringing. Get those phones. Okay. Like, how do I do that? I, <laughs> Well, you did it right now. We got somebody ringing it. I don't know what you did, but nah, you did he, something. He called in before I said anything. So hey, I'm just saying it's it's too funny. <laughs> um, anyways, all right, I'll shut up now. But I wanted to give you time to adjust and settle in. Uh, but but you're you're okay with your your sound now, and uh, mm-hmm. I'll get out of your way. And I'm not going to play the phone sound effect. But you know, you got one. If you get another caller, I'll just play the sound effect instead of coming on. All right. Which, by the way, you got a shout out during my tirade on Friday, which I I am not going to release as a podcast. Oh yeah. I yeah I wouldn't mind speaking with you about that because I don't know what's going on, but we will. We'll go to the call right now. Yeah, were, were you listening to that on Friday? Or I, no? no, all I saw was that you posted something on X about it later. I'm like, oh boy, X. what happened there? Yeah, X Twitter, right? <laughs> yeah, Twitter, yeah, X Twitter. <laughs> it's so funny because you still have to go to. I think you still have to go to Twitter.com, but everything says X now. Like, I think even the, the app symbol has now changed in the app stores. Maybe not all of them, but most of the app store, uh, you know, like access has now changed to X. But if you go to it on a website, you still got to go to Twitter.com. Yeah, it's, you know. it's not, it doesn't have that coveted x.com URL. Yeah, I wonder, wonder who's got that. Yeah, I, I, there's a story behind that, but I, I don't know if I've looked into it yet. Somebody for sure has it. Oh, there, there's, there's somebody waiting to get retirement money right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I wish I had it. That's you for know. sure. Because you remember, well, you're old, you're just old enough to remember the days in the 90s when people started registering those website names, which mm-hmm. is hilarious because I remember the big famous story was, and I don't even know if it's true but the famous rumor back then in the 90s was that mcdonald's didn't have their own website Mm -hmm. so they actually had to buy it from somebody who had registered just everything like they did a package at some point in the 90s where like you could go and register websites for a dollar i forget who did it but one of these companies did it Mm -hmm. and you could go and some of these guys would take a hundred bucks 
and register all the best ideas they had for websites. Sure. And some people turned around, and instead of being clever and creating the this, the that, dot com, or whatever, some people just went and said, well, I'm just going to register McDonald's and Coca-Cola dot com and whatnot. There's this way for them to come to me. Yeah. And apparently, it worked for some people. People got paid for some of these sites. I mean, I, and I told you about the Ocelli Effect dot com getting held for ransom. Because, yes. yeah, yes. which, by the way, the most recent price on that is uh, is, is uh, somewhere around in the neighborhood of 30000 uh, <laughs> that they want for it. I don't know why they keep going up in price. I'm not going to pay them, and nobody else is going to pay them for it. But theocelleeffect.com, if you want it, thirty grand, uh, mm-hmm. according to the uh, the owner uh, of that website. Although I saw it offered for three or four grand on, on some website somewhere, but you got to track it down. Anyway, just funny stuff. I love that. And what, what happened to X? I'd love to hear from you what happens with X.com. Cause that would be a, a fascinating story in and of itself. Right. Anyway, I don't want to talk tonight. I did talk too much already, but let's get your caller on. To the caller. All right, caller, you are live on the air this Sunday night. What's your name and where are you calling from? Jimmy James from the USA, and I think Musk did that just to make it fair because the robot guy that owns uh, Facebook did the same screw-up and called his thing meta. So I think Musk was just being democratic or something about it, you know, keeping it fair, doing the same stupid mistake. (laughs) Yeah, it's rebranding is always a it's a tricky space, but hey, why not just go for it on all those big and social media platforms? Quick update, just because I don't want the information on your show to be incorrect, Aaron. Guess what? If you enter x.com into a into a a browser now, the redirect is to twitter.com. Okay. So, so they've got that working. Somehow. They do own it. They've gotten the redirect. You know, and that's what you can do, by the way. Like Aaron could buy AaronFranz.com and TheUncleShow.com and all different phrases.com and have them all go to his one website if he wanted to. Or I could yeah. do that, too. I could have the Ocelli Effect, Ocelli.com, ChuckOcelli.com. I could buy all that and .com, .net, .edu, all of it, and have them all go to my website. And apparently they've got the redirect set because I just did it to say, well, where does X.com go, I said to myself. And uh, I found out it redirects to Twitter. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Well, maybe they do got a hold. They did get all of that one way or the other. Interesting. This is exciting, Jimmy. I just I can't get enough. It really is. Uh, so, question two. It's been a fortnight. I assume you watched General Eisenhower's final address to the nation. I haven't. <laughs> I am sorry. Oh, come on, man. It's 15 minutes. You could have walked it down the can. I know. I know. I, 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 I don't have a good excuse. I just haven't done it. Well, I just think it's – he talks all about the technological elite and all this. I just – all right. Well, I hope you look at that. You know, Aaron, if you want another question is if you want to one night, Aaron, if you're just one second, Jimmy, if you want to one night, just when you're feeling like uh, you're having one of those nights where you're not sure what the hell you want to do, we could always just go to if we get a good link to the speech, a good one, we could go to it and play it right here on live. Yeah, that's not a bad idea actually. That'd be very worth it. Yeah, Yeah, let's do that one one time. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah. I actually think it would be very your show particularly because of the second part. I mean, it's could today. we do that? Could we do that now? Do we have a link to it, Chuck? Like, could, could I? You want me to like find it on YouTube or something? Well, or is that too much? To... Well, J- Jimmy, let me ask Chuck, you, J- Jimmy. Do you have the good link that that has the whole thing? I can. I, I'm telling you, C-SPAN's got the best version. I will go search on C-SPAN. On okay, I'll well, here's go. One. Here's one. Here's a couple of videos on YouTube. There's one that's 16 minutes and 15 seconds. Well, let me uh, let me go verify that we're looking at the whole thing, and I'll get it from the C-SPAN channel on YouTube. Right, Jimmy? Yeah, that's the one I downloaded. All right. Here, I got a link to Chuck. I'll send this link. This looks like it's correct to me. Here, I'll send this. Okay. Send me that link, and, and I'll there. go look myself, and we'll we'll get it on right now. How's that? Yeah, I like that. I like that. We'll, we'll correct uh, many things this way. I like this. I'm into this. Okay, cool. Well, here we go, Jimmy. Good thing you brought that up. I think you'll really appreciate the second part. And it makes you think, you listening to him and McCarthy and all these guys back then, it's like, well, today we're getting some pretty good information there. Uh, I mean, they talk about stuff that's happening today. Yeah. Stuff yeah. that hasn't even happened yet. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, okay. So we will I'm I'm guessing that I'm guessing that link that I found is the right one. I don't know. Chuck will check that out. We'll play it in a minute if so. What so I'm, what I'm trying that, to do is skip over the commercial here, uh really yeah, quickly. Yeah, yeah, it does play a commercial. That's that's one of the issues with that. If I, it might get us in the middle of the video too. We might have to be ready for that one, Chuck. I don't know if it's going to pull that move on us. Right. Now this thing is going to a green screen. Hold on. Let me let me reload this and see what happens. Um <laughs> Okay, you, you just look, look. It's live, so I'm doing this live, folks. Yeah, yeah, right. no, no, we're, it's not a problem by me. Let me see. I wonder okay, if there's given me. Here we go. President of the United States, we present an address by Dwight D. Eisenhower. All right, you can hear that, okay, right? Yeah. Okay, so yeah, I will good. be able to shut up. Do you want me to kill everybody's mic so everybody just hears Eisenhower? Yes, that okay. would be ideal. So. All of us will be able to hear each other, but the audience won't hear us. They will it just – oh, no, wait. I can't do that. Everybody be quiet because uh, I'm playing it off of YouTube. If I had time and I was able to grab it and isolate it ahead of time, I could play it just as a pure MP3 and I could control the volume better. But we're going to play it straight off of YouTube to the radio, okay? Let's so, do it that way. Uh, but so, so you and I will just have to, like, keep our mics quiet. And, Jimmy, you mute up. And we'll listen to uh, the president all together. Uh, the video appears to be, this is from the EWAFA channel, though. Uh, so it's not the C-SPAN one, but it appears to be, and they say it's the best quality, which is funny because I know it's not. Um, <laughs> but it, And it is, uh, let's see, exactly 16 minutes and 14 seconds, it says here. Mm-hmm. That sounds like the right length. J- Jimmy, doesn't that sound like the right length to you, 16 minutes, 14 seconds? Yeah, it sounds about right. Cause yeah. the, the speech is like 15 minutes, and they have like a minute of the guy like talking. The first dude is coming. Yeah, okay. <laughs> th- th- that must be what it is. And here's the funny part. Like today, these guys give addresses. They're on there for an hour anymore, right? I mean, every time they do anything, unless it's like national emergency and it's a quick announcement, if they're giving a written address, it's this long, huge, meandering thing. 
right? Uh, Eisenhower, 15 minutes. And, you know, this is like television was a rare thing. I, I don't know how many presidents got to directly address the nation via television. But Eisenhower, I think, was the first one who was able to do it a bunch of times. I know he's the first one to do it in color. That's true. Interesting. But um, anyway, just bear in mind, this is a, only 16 minutes long. And, you know, like I said today, it would be no less than 35 minutes. I mean, uh, when Joe Biden wanted to announce uh, that he was going to forgive student loans and they took it back and all that, right? That thing on that announcement was what, 45 minutes? Just to tell you yeah. that? So Eisenhower packs, the, in, in other words, the words are going to be different. The concise way he puts things are going to be different. And also General Eisenhower was a very interesting speaker, which is uh, why I use him in the uh, in that D-Day speech uh, clip that I use sometimes on, on my show. Anyways, <clears throat> so now with all that, everybody is going to shut up and we're going to listen to the uh, the address given by Dwight D. Eisenhower on January 17th, 1961, which did make it his farewell address. This is right before he turns it over to John F. Kennedy. Okay? Because mm-hmm. Kennedy was elected in 60 and became, you know, just like we do now. You know, you were elected in 2020, therefore you take office in 2021. Kennedy was elected in 1960, he took office in 61. Okay? Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. So now I've given all the context, and uh, you're ready to roll, Aaron, right? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. I can't wait. So uh, here we go, and I'm going to kill my mic completely. Jimmy, just mute your phone so we don't have echo. And uh, Aaron, you're quiet. Here we go. From the White House in the office of the President of the United States, we present an address by Dwight D. Eisenhower. This is the farewell address for President Eisenhower, whose eight years as chief executive come to an end at noon Friday. Mr. Eisenhower has chosen this time for his final speech. Ladies and gentlemen, the President of the United States. Good evening, my fellow Americans. First, I should like to express my gratitude to the radio and television networks for the opportunities they have given me over the years to bring reports and messages to our nation. My special thanks go to them for the opportunity of addressing you this evening. Three days from now, after half a century in the service of our country, I shall lay down the responsibilities of office as, in traditional and solemn ceremony, the authority of the presidency is vested in my successor. This evening, I come to you with a message of leave-taking and farewell and to share a few final thoughts with you, my countrymen. Like every other citizen, I wish the new president and all who will labor with him Godspeed. I pray that the coming years will be blessed with peace and prosperity for all. Our people expect their president and the Congress to find essential agreement on issues of great moment the wise resolution of which will better shape the future of the nation. My own relations with the Congress, which began on a remote and tenuous basis, when long ago a member of the Senate appointed me to West Point, have since ranged to the intimate during the war and immediate post-war period, and finally to the mutually interdependent during these past eight years. 
In this final relationship, the Congress and the administration have, on most vital issues, cooperated well. To serve the nation, the nation good, rather than mere partisanship, and so have assured that the business of the nation should go forward. So my official relationship with the Congress ends in a feeling, on my part, of gratitude that we have been able to do so much together. We now stand ten years past the midpoint of a century that has witnessed four major wars among great nations. Three of these involved our own country. Despite these holocausts, America is today the strongest, the most influential, and most productive nation in the world. Understandably proud of this preeminence, we yet realize that America's leadership and prestige depend not merely upon our unmatched material progress, riches, and military strength, but on how we use our power in the interest of world peace and human betterment. Throughout America's adventure in free government, our basic purposes have been to keep the peace, to foster progress in human achievement, and to enhance liberty, dignity, and integrity among peoples and among nations. To strive for less would be unworthy of a free and religious people. Any failure traceable to arrogance or our lack of comprehension or readiness to sacrifice would inflict upon us grievous hurt, both at home and abroad. Progress toward these noble goals is persistently threatened by the conflict now engulfing the world. It commands our whole attention, absorbs our very beings. We face a hostile ideology, global in scope, atheistic in character, ruthless in purpose, and insidious in message. Whoops, it gave me a surprise commercial. Sorry about that. <laughs> um, okay, I, I will fix that. So far, though, I got to tell you, it's it's uh, it's an interesting, uh, interesting uh, uh, trip through, and you, you can hear the imperfections there in in Ike's speech, which I appreciate uh, a great deal. You know, it's not a slick yeah. production. Anyways, I'm going to yeah. rejoin it now. I just uh, I did not know that they were going to stick me with a commercial. Okay, so I'll, I'll put it back on, Aaron. Sorry about that. So that's good. Solve the puzzles. In Unhappily, the danger it poses promises to be of indefinite duration. To meet it successfully, there is call for not so much the emotional and transitory sacrifices of crisis, but rather those which enable us to carry forward steadily, surely, and without complaint, the burdens of a prolonged and complex struggle with liberty, the state. Only thus shall we remain, despite every provocation, on our charted course toward permanent peace and human betterment. Crises there will continue to be. In meeting them, whether foreign or domestic, great or small, there is a recurring temptation to feel that some spectacular and costly action could become the miraculous solution to all current difficulties. A huge increase in newer elements of our defenses. Development of unrealistic programs to cure every ill in agriculture. 
a dramatic expansion in basic and applied research. These and many other possibilities, each possibly promising in itself, may be suggested as the only way to the road we wish to travel. But each proposal must be weighed in the light of a broader consideration, the need to maintain balance in and among national programs. Balance between the private and the public economy. Balance between the cost and hoped for advantages. Balance between the clearly necessary and the comfortably desirable. Balance between our essential requirements as a nation and the duties imposed by the nation upon the individual. Balance between actions of the moment and the national welfare of the future. Good judgment seeks balance and progress. Lack of it eventually finds imbalance and frustration. The record of many decades stands as proof that our people and their government have, in the main, understood these truths and have responded to them well in the face of threat and stress. But threats, new in kind or degree, constantly arise. Of these I mention two only. A vital element in keeping the peace is our military establishment. Our arms must be mighty, ready for instant action, so that no potential aggressor may be tempted to risk his own destruction. Our military organization today bears little relation to that known of any of my predecessors in peacetime, or indeed by the fighting men of World War II or Korea. Until the latest of our world conflicts, the United States had no armaments industry. American makers of plowshares could, with time and as required, make swords as well. But we can no longer risk emergency improvisation of national defense. We have been compelled to create a permanent armaments industry of vast proportions. Added to this, three and a half million men and women are directly engaged in the defense establishment. We annually spend on military security alone more than the net income of all United States corporations. Now, this conjunction of an immense military establishment and a large arms industry is new in the American experience. The total influence, economic, political, even spiritual, is felt in every city, every state house, every office of the federal government. We recognize the imperative need for this development, yet we must not fail to comprehend its grave implications. Our toil, resources, and livelihood are all involved. So is the very structure of our society. In the councils of government, we must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. We must never let the weight of this combination endanger our liberties or democratic processes. We should take nothing for granted. Only an alert and knowledgeable citizenry can compel the proper meshing of the huge industrial and military machinery of defense with our peaceful methods and goals so that security and liberty 
may prosper together. Akin to and largely responsible for the sweeping changes in our industrial military posture has been the technological revolution during recent decades. In this revolution, research has become central. It also becomes more formalized, complex, and costly. A steadily increasing share is conducted for, by, or at the direction of the federal government. Today, the solitary inventor, tinkering in his shop, has been overshadowed by task forces of scientists in laboratories and testing fields. In the same fashion, the free university, historically the fountainhead of free ideas and scientific discovery, has experienced a revolution in the conduct of research. Partly because of the huge costs involved, a government contract becomes virtually a substitute for intellectual curiosity. For every old blackboard, there are now hundreds of new electronic computers. The prospect of domination of the nation's scholars by federal employment, project allocations, and the power of money is ever-present and is gravely to be regarded. Yet in holding scientific research and discovery in respect, as we should, we must also be alert to the equal and opposite danger that public policy could itself become the captive of a scientific technological elite. It is the task of statesmanship to mold, to balance, and to integrate these and other forces, new and old, within the principles of our democratic system, ever aiming toward the supreme goals of our free society. Another factor in maintaining balance involves the element of time. As we peer into society's future, we, you and I, and our government, must avoid the impulse to live only for today, plundering for our own ease and convenience the precious resources of tomorrow. We cannot mortgage the material assets of our grandchildren without risking the loss also of their political and spiritual heritage. We want democracy to survive for all generations to come, not to become the insolvent phantom of tomorrow. During the long lane of the history yet to be written, America knows that this world of ours, ever growing smaller, must avoid becoming a community of dreadful fear and hate and be instead a proud confederation of mutual trust and respect. Such a confederation must be one of equals. The weakest must come to the conference table with the same competence as do we, protected as we are by our moral, economic, and military strength. That table, though scarred by many past frustrations, cannot be abandoned for the certainty agony of, of the battlefield. Disarmament with mutual honor and competence is a continuing imperative. Together we must learn how to compose differences, not with arms, but with intellect and decent purpose. Because... 
again, they stuck another commercial yeah. in there. But it, it is, look, there's a few more minutes left. It is remarkable yeah. to me, though, the sophisticated and articulate nature with which the president spoke in 1961. I mean, <laughs> doesn't this sound like... Almost like a, a, you know an outtake because he's got a couple of imperfect pieces there where he trips yeah. over a word. It sounds like yeah. an outtake from an old movie. Not even like it was part of reality at this point, Aaron. Right? I mean, if you consider yeah. the, you know, the uh, uh, the different inaugural speeches. I mean, uh, Joe Biden on a daily basis. Uh, <laughs> you know, D- Donald Trump's American carnage. You you consider those speech patterns, yes. and this is almost a, a complete mismatch anyways we're about ready to get through the commercial and go back to it so i'm going to put it back up okay need is so sharp and apparent i confess that i lay down my official responsibilities in this field with a definite sense of disappointment as one who has witnessed the horror and the lingering sadness of war as one who knows that another war could utterly destroy this civilization which has been so slowly and painfully built over thousands of years. I wish I could say tonight that a lasting peace is in sight. Happily, I can say that war has been avoided. Steady progress toward our ultimate goal has been made, but so much remains to be done. As a private citizen, I shall never cease to do what little I can to help the world advance along that road. So in this, my last good night to you as your president, I thank you for the many opportunities you have given me for public service in war and in peace. I trust in that, in that, in that service, you find some things worthy. As for the rest of it, I know you will find ways to improve performance in the future. You and I, my fellow citizens, need to be strong in our faith that all nations under God will reach the goal of peace with justice. May we be ever unswerving in devotion to principle, confident but humble with power, diligent in pursuit of the nation's great goals. To all the peoples of the world, I once more give expression to America's prayerful and continuing aspiration. We pray that peoples of all faiths, all races, all nations, may have their great human needs satisfied, that those now denied opportunity shall come to enjoy it to the full, that all who yearn for freedom may experience its few spiritual blessings. Those who have freedom will understand also its heavy responsibility, that all who are insensitive to the needs of others will learn charity, and that the sources, scourges of poverty, disease, and ignorance will be made disappear from the earth. And that in the goodness of time, all peoples will come to live together in a peace guaranteed by the binding force of mutual respect and love. Now, on Friday noon, I am to become a private citizen. I am proud to do so. I look forward to it. Thank you, and good night. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that that is it. And then they turn to a, a picture of the uh, the uh, seal of the uh, president and all that, and that's the end of his speech 
And I believe that is the entire speech. Um, <clears throat> what is uh, also remarkable to me is I swear to God, if you read this to a lot of today's conservatives, whatever they want to call themselves, <laughs> uh, of a certain persuasion, they they would just want to know which, you know, dirty hippie leftist was probably saying the last few parts of that, where he's talking about prosperity for, for others, charity, decency, hoping that you're concerned about, you know, the, the, the needs of others and things like so A lot of people would go, oh, look at this. What, what, what is that? Is some dirty hippie speech? If you told them it was from the 60s, they would tell you that if you just read it to them. Yeah. And meanwhile, this guy was... As far as I'm concerned, what conservatism really was, this guy, his, his statements, his ideas, all that, you know, talking about faith and being trusting of each other and trying to work together and mutual cause and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, <clears throat> those are those are all the things that I became disillusioned with very, very quickly in my life. And I don't know. Maybe it should give uh, other people pause who have had other things on their mind in the past uh, decade or two or three or four or so on and so forth. Anyway, Aaron, so there you go. Now you've listened to the whole speech. So, Jimmy, he's listened to the whole thing. I'm assuming, now I can't see him, but I'm assuming that he stayed at the mic and kept his headphones on the whole time. <laughs> yeah. uh, despite the two commercial interruptions, which they snuck him in weirdly, by the way. They usually had a little thing on that used yeah. to pop up and warn you and stuff. Uh-huh. No warning. These things just, boom, showed up. Um, yep. So my I was apologies. afraid of that. I, I was like, uh, yeah, YouTube is like that now. But uh, yeah, you did good, Chuck. You're catching those. So yeah. Well, I should have I should have went to the C-SPAN one that he said. But since you guys already had this clip, I was like, all right, I'll just grab the first one and go. But I should have yeah. went to the C-SPAN one, like Jimmy suggested, because I think they don't put commercials on the C-SPAN one. But here's the thing: if you don't pay YouTube, though. They cram commercials down your throat every which way they can. Little yes. things over the screen, uh, total interruptions like that. They run little side ads, extra videos pop up, you name it. And I am not paying Google a damn dime. Screw that. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, I know. I so know. I'm not paying them for their, for their extra uh, email storage. I'm not paying them for YouTube. I'm not going to get YouTube TV. I'm not doing none of that. So, uh, they, no, I'm not giving them a penny. I'll, I'll put up with the aggravation, but, Unfortunately, we try and do something like that. I got to catch a couple of commercials. So hopefully, uh, I know they were a little loud, and I'm going to adjust Aaron's mic again because I brought it up. Uh, I brought both of our mics up for that so that everybody could hear very clearly what our then president had to say. Uh, 11 years before I was born, and what was that? 20 years before you were born? Something like that. Yeah, about twenty. Yeah, yeah. Just yes, it was twenty. Yeah. So there you go. So Jimmy, now that you, we've sat through it, I'm going to shut up and let you and Aaron discuss. Yeah. That was that was good, and definitely parts of it I recognize because they use you know the familiar quotes you've heard thousands of times used about, but it was good to hear the entire context, the entire speech, for sure, and yeah, different things popped out uh that's for certain i know that uh he made a couple of mentions how about the responsibility of the u.s citizenry and and how important that is 
in that. Right. I, I, I couldn't help but notice he said that a couple of times. Absolutely. That was a theme throughout the speech. Um, I think the, the key part that Jimmy probably wants to focus on with you, I don't want to speak for Jimmy, but I'm thinking he wants to get into an almost timeless part of the speech where he talks about the technological aspect of it. Now, mm-hmm. some people argue that it's more of like a Luddite type statement because he says, hey, look, blackboards are being rep- you know replaced by electric machines. Uh, you know, which obviously he means computers. And, you yes. know, in D.C. they had those giant computers. But, you know, the rest of us were still dealing with blackboards mostly. Yeah. But yeah. the elite and the colleges and all that, they were starting to get higher tech stuff. Some people have identified that as like he was afraid of technology. Mm. But I don't see it that way at all. I think he was yeah, saying. Well, the, the whole time he was talking about we have to we have to uh, go after progress and scientific research and we have to do that he said that several times right and he said that you know but but the vigilant part of it to me is you know and and maybe maybe i'll do a separate thing on this uh, on my show but the, the thing is it, it's very important is that vigilance needs to be had here yes about the military industrial complex that's true but part two is this technocratic thing, which is rising, and we're going to have to not just adhere to the purposes of government and government contract being the prime mover, but, you know, the creativity. And it almost sounds like something I would say about how you and I have had this discussion, you know, where, where are the inventors going to be now? Oh, and by yeah. the way, if you go to meta.com, just I did that while we were just you know, a little <laughs> research, you go meta.com, they're there to sell you uh, your introduction into the new the new normal there uh, for you know starting at a hundred bucks you can get way involved in meta uh so they're selling you stuff on their site and uh you know musk is just redirecting you to twitter with x.com so just want to put that out there for the record um and it is what it is they're they're sticking with that meta thing anyhow it's uh but that's the interesting thing and if you think about it it is no different than the worries of today except obviously uh, a lot more technology has emerged and is uh, known and interacted with by the general population than it was back then uh you know i mean geez broadcast tv was still uh was still high technology for most people and um you know, today we we have what we have. You know, uh, it's gotten a lot more layered with other things. But the idea that turning it over to you know people that are just after government contracts and having academia taken over by government contracts and the motivations going that way, that this does not uh, does not hold well. Independent spirit and people embracing freedom all the way, which is the final thing he talks about, is just the concept of freedom, right? Um, and, he, and he does say, you know, democracy needs to survive and stuff like that, too, which is interesting because that would be a triggering effect for some people nowadays. Sure. Uh, but again, the sentimentality of it, I just want people to take the spirit of that and think about how different that is then as opposed to now. And as far as I well, know, uh, Eisenhower was the like Republican's Republican, too. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I, I get the sense of that too. Him talking, you get the classic like Republican take on things. Yeah, the you know that, that definitely comes through. Like my my common uh, you know cloth coat is Republican kind of Republican. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like uh, that 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 staunch rock ribbed you know. Let's, and and, let's and, and he's he's also he's he's paying he's he's 
making sure that he's talking about like the fiscal nature of things and we've got to make sure that we uh you know we're careful with these contracts and yes governments tied to private industry and mm-hmm. saying how much is being spent you know it's like and, and and very much alluding to look this is already uh probably way too much of an expense we gotta figure out what to do about it uh <laughs> you know what i mean so you know exactly and, and even thinking back to the reagan era which again i was you know very much alive and uh, conscious for um you know e- even though reagan i look back at him now and i say a lot of things about him and whatnot i gotta tell you uh despite the nuclear fear that was uh, among the population outside of that you didn't have this idea that even even when he was getting confused even later on you had this idea that there that there was enough adults in the room that were <laughs> uh competent that might be running things that even though you could disagree with them and everything they weren't going to run us all off a cliff yeah. there wasn't that kind of sentiment What's that? After when I was just listening to President Eisenhower, that's exactly the thought that came to my head. It's like, wow, I'm listening to an adult. Yeah, as opposed to, and by the way, you know, you know, I swing. Uh, you know, I'm I'm a switch hitter when it comes to who I'm taking a swing at here, right? Left and right side of the plate. Gotta tell you, if you can honestly tell me that listening to, and Jimmy, just hold your comment on this. If you can tell me honestly, you the listener out there, that listening to Joe Biden nowadays, you feel uh, like somebody is is uh, definitely in charge that you know knows what they're doing, competent adult. I don't know what to tell you. If you felt that way when Trump was in office i don't know what to tell you okay if you felt that way when obama was in office i can almost understand it because he was so slick okay and you know even bush with as dumb as he sounded sometimes it was like well the dumb adults in charge it was a stupid adult but he had other adults around him that were smarter so i thought to myself well they're not going to let him get too out of hand right because he's got other people around i'm just saying there, there is a difference in the past 10 years, I would say, with the way that alleged leadership speaks, the sentimentality they drop, the things they do purposely to, you know, inspire different waves of reaction among the public is very different and i think that eisenhower shows you a superb contrast that's not just oh uh, reagan 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 i know reagan's god to some people but even then and i disagreed with a lot of that stuff even then though you still sat there and you said well i disagree and i think we could do things better but you didn't say to yourself you know this guy wants us to kill each other this guy wants us to kill other people this guy is bloodthirsty and even when reagan was literally looking back in my mind becoming incompetent i felt better about his incompetence than i do about the incompetent old man we got in there right now i'll tell you that i felt safer better about it this guy, you know, it's like uh, the, the the jokes, you know, Trump might hit the button going and ordering a Diet Coke. Yeah, okay, fine. But, you know, Biden might hit the button because he, he thinks he's using the clapper. 
Uh, yeah, I'd said that. I didn't stutter. I didn't make a mistake. That's not a misthought. I'm saying he's going to press a button thinking he's using the clapper. You get it? Okay. All right. I'm going to shut up now, Aaron, and let you guys do your thing because you're going to go probably another 10 minutes or so with this, and I'm figuring you'll be able to wrap it up interestingly with Jimmy. But I'm glad Jimmy and I had a shared moment there where we said, hey, I'm listening to an adult. All right. I'm going to shut up now. Yeah, I mean, it. It reminds me again of how he kept uh, pointing to the fact that a lot of uh, – well, again, the idea of our democracy is that the responsibility rests on the public to stay up on things and to stay in control, right? This is uh, this idea of uh, our constitutional republic, our democracy, um, the people are in charge of the government. It requires that the people – kind of I got is – the public's got to keep an eye on them because they sure aren't going to do it themselves. You no. know what I mean? Yeah, well, exactly. And that's that's. I feel like that's was his main point he was making, right? I mean, that's. I think that's all he was really trying to say. Um, and yeah, I mean, that's that's a great point. And you, you just come down in time to now, and you just think about where we as the public have have come to where we're at now what's important to us right what we believe is important um we do have that same responsibility he's talking about and and we have to remember that that you know we've we've all gotten to this point together so we do have a responsibility in you know owning up to things but also a responsibility in possibly still making things better um that being said we have to remember that um, with – I would say with all the technology he was alluding to in this speech is a big part of the reason why we have I, – I don't know if we want to call this a fall from grace of the American public between then and now. You could put it that way at least somewhat. Um, we have been distracted to a great dis- extent by – the fruits of technological development. I mean, there's more distractions than ever, and and, and you have to wonder why why we uh, focus on the things that we focus on these days. Why why do we spend the time doing what we're doing? And there's like so many distractions, and I I feel at the moment, this particular moment, it seems like people are just scrambling to play catch up in this regard and that, oh, you know what? I think I now realize that we haven't been paid attention. Uh, We've been distracted for a long time. There's a conspiracy, right, of the media working against us, so I better inform myself of that. And that's not wrong to do that. However, uh, with, with our... The speed with which we're trying to come to terms with what is going on and what has happened this whole time, uh, it's it's difficult to um, – it's, it's a difficult task that we all have. And I think a lot of people are cutting corners, honestly. I think a lot of people are going – getting ahead of themselves 
Um, I, I, I think the sentiment is correct in that we, we realize we have to do something at this point and technology is, uh, <laughs> it's just barreling ahead now. So we got to do, what are we going to do? Um, but, but you better believe the whole time those vested special interests and the contracts and the public, the private sector, the balance that Eisenhower is saying that we need to strike. If, if there's one thing that our, our situation is now, it's not balanced, right? There's, you look at any given uh, issue of importance in our society, the things are completely imbalanced, right? I mean, you just name it, like uh, wealth distribution for one thing, it's obvious imbalance there. The average person is just, uh, you know, the struggle to survive that that we're in all now comes from this great imbalance and, and it's been from this long road now there um, was not a mention of that in Ike's speech Aaron. just for the record there was not a mention of that inequality because at that time it was absolutely certain in you know probably 90 percent of the people's minds that the possibility of upward mobility, the possibility that, you know, that whole what they told me when I was a kid, I don't know if they stopped saying it by the time you were a kid, but, you know, you, you could be anything, you could do anything. This was the beauty of this place because you had the ability, even if you started way down here. Inequality was based on what you put into it. You you didn't have inequality on that basis. Now, I know it's 1961, and some people would say, look, there was still Jim Crow in this. I know, I know. But the point is that that overall idea and that idealism had a reason to breathe at the time. So it wasn't something that he had to address in that speech. It wasn't necessary. He was and addressing I, the coming danger. I agree with that. And, and I hate to say it like this, but frankly, before 1950, everybody's life sucked, <laughs> quite honestly, unless you were one of the ultra-rich. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But And, and we're, we're almost going back to that now because there was upward mobility. You saw it. You could see it that people could change their circumstances. It was possible. Now, a lot of people can argue about why it changed, but it, it, I'm just saying there was a reason why it's absent from that speech. Today, no president could do a, like an overall address like this and get away without mentioning it, at least. Nobody. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Anyway, sorry. Go, go ahead, Aaron. You go ahead and finish out your time because it's all, it, it is just about time for uncle. So, yeah. Yeah, do that momentarily. Yeah, I mean, obviously, there's a lot going on here, and yeah, it's just uh, there's a lot uh, of points made in that speech that you could just uh, draw out to now. Obviously, a different time. We can tell he was pointing out a lot of the same issues that he foresaw. I mean, he, he could see that just this this business aspect of um, the military-industrial complex. But beyond that, like <laughs> the whole of uh, American society, that it, it was going to be – things had changed. Like things have, have gotten bigger. It was all about 
this like massification of the system itself. He's he's pointing that out. He's like, look, it's all about getting the big contract now. There's no way that like some guy, some alchemist in his laboratory is going to come up with you know the the next big thing because he's he's on limited resources. It's all about uh, it's all about getting the funding so that you can move your research forward. That's, that's where it will be from here on out. And he was right about that. Uh, that's, that's definitely the way things have gone. And, um, it was interesting. He mentioned a couple of things. I want to say like about performance. He's like, we, we got to, uh, enhance performance and the, the, the he used yeah, to even even said basically graded himself said well i hope i did something to make someone all of you happy at some point <laughs> if not i'm sure performance will be improved <laughs> <laughs> yep that was interesting and and the the verbiage he used at the beginning of like the business of america because he's kind of like almost pointing out like look this is just one big business right and that was certainly the context of the whole speech like look America is a business, and here's the the big uh, trends, the big business trends to look forward to moving forward. So you're saying about uh, American society, like this is how business is going to be moving forward. This is something we all have to deal with. So you know, I don't know. Anything else, Jimmy? Do you have anything else to say on this? No, I'll just let you clear it out. I was just gonna say, I just I'm glad you played it. I it just amazes me uh, to hear it again. To hear him talking about the technical, the dangers of a technological elite and all that. It's like, mm-hmm. man, that was smart. Yeah, he had foresight, no doubt about it. Yeah, good speech. Thank you for uh, bringing it up, Jimmy. I th- I'm glad that we played it. Thank you, Chuck, for uh, your end for putting it on. And yeah, we'll call the Age of Transitions a wrap here for this week. But if you're listening live, stick around because the show is becoming Uncle the Broadcast as we speak here on the Ocelli Radio Network Sunday night. Oh, it's exciting. Uh, but yeah, thank you for listening to this. Uh, it's com is the website. My name is Aaron Franz, and as always, I will leave you by saying a secret. The age of Chili.com.
The views expressed by callers, co-hosts, or anyone else who happens to get on the air at Ocelli.com do not necessarily reflect the views of Ocelli.com or Chuck Ocelli. And we are not responsible for any stupidity which might ensue. Thank you. Gold. Silver. The stock market. WallStreetWindow.com. Perhaps you're invested deeply. Perhaps you're not in deep enough. Maybe you're thinking about getting started. WallStreetWindow.com. Michael Swanson, the brilliant author of The War State, understood these trends professionally for many years, and now he gives you the benefit of his knowledge. WallStreetWindow.com. Go there now. Go there now. Go there now. Hey, look, I actually have a little offer that I want to drop to everybody who's on here and anybody listening. If uh, if you don't mind, Mr. Cooper, I'd like to take a minute and make a little offer and uh, and ask of everybody watching, listening, and participating. Sure. No, not at all. Okay, look, I am uh, continuously building my little network, and I've got a 24-7 radio station, okay, online. It, it's got a bit of reach. It's been interesting. I've had it running steadily without interruption for, I don't know, five, seven years, something like that. But here's the thing. I would love to get, because some people are going to start paying to uh, run things on my radio station, um, but I don't. I'm not looking for money here today. Uh, well, I mean, you know, I'll take it if anybody's got something they want to give it up, but, uh, you know, because I could use it. But I'm not looking for that right this minute. My offer is simple. Uh, actually, if you have short audios that you would like because you have a presentation, a tight five, ten minutes worth of something uh, that you think is absolutely worthy of the world hearing, okay, because I have listeners all over the world to that radio station. They're not in huge numbers all at one time. But they're constant, 24-7. Every country you could possibly think of tunes into my radio station at one point or another. It's not huge. It's not like, oh, I've got millions of listeners. But we do have thousands. And we have thousands of people that tune in and catch Get Mad with Chris Graves and catch the replays and catch my show, which is the Ocelli Effect, and they catch the replays and they catch Aaron Franz as the Age of Transitions. Pretty soon they're going to be catching a cult priestess on there. Nice. Anyway, and I, I've got offers to other people to join us, you know, working on it. But here's the thing. I don't care if you're a podcaster or if you're a musician or if you're just somebody who's got some great thoughts that you think the world needs to hear. Do me a favor, record them, make an MP3, and send them on over to me. I want to start populating the stream for the next little while with stuff that I'm not charging anybody to run. It's just good stuff. Send me your good stuff, okay? Blindjfkresearcher at gmail.com. Just email it to me, all right? Uh, you got music? Maybe you're a musician. Maybe you're a podcaster and you want to do an ad for your podcast because you want other people to listen. You haven't been a guest on my show. Maybe you have been a guest on my show. I don't care. Throw me together a couple of minutes. Tell me why people should listen to you. Tell me why people should pay attention to something else. Why should they pay attention to what's going on in Congress? I don't care. Send it over to me, okay? I want to populate this with anybody who's got good ideas, okay, and is outside of the mainstream for the next little while. We'll still run our replays. We'll still run our regular shows, okay? But I want to see what happens 
if I open it to everybody. I'm not asking you to pay for ads. And again, you could do an ad for your podcast. You could do an ad for your Rockfin channel. You can, I, I don't care. Send me something that is of interest, that moves information forward, that helps to educate people, whether it's your project, your song, your poem, your article. You want, you're, you're a writer. You like to write. Read me your article. Send it to me. Okay, do any of this and send it to blindjfkresearcher at gmail.com. If you can't remember that, go to oshelly.com, click on the email thing there. It might go to that email address. It might go to info at oshelly.com. I control both of those. So it doesn't matter. Email it to me. I will play it. Okay. You're listening to the Ocelli.com radio network. Revelation through conversation. Morning, 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 morning. This is a Menacee broadcast. Covid, 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 here we are. Pick up your iPad, your cell phone, and hand me and listen to Uncle the Podcast. Watch out. If you're sitting down for this, or if you're standing up, you better get ready for this, because it's going to hit the air, eardrums. Uncle the Broadcast. You are listening to Uncle the Broadcast. My name is Aaron. I'm a nephew-in-law. Here with me is the star of the show, Uncle. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Here we are. It's the comedy show once again. And it is a 306, I believe. It is, 306. 306 episode. Okay, Jimmy James. Pop online. We've got, we're, we, we're taking calls. Taking calls. We already know who they are on the line. I'm already on charge. You already Jordan. Okay. Well, I better just not say a thing. Uh, as, oh, say the number. Say the number. As I bring Jimmy on. Yep. That's what I was going to uh, say. The number. Go ahead, Aaron. The number. Uh, you say the number. The, the number, if you would like to call to join us, is 319-527-5016. Or Skype, Charles.Ocelli. Send him a message. He will bring you on the show. Okay. Well, I talk. Yeah. Jimmy James. Talking now. This is my hour. Jimmy James is live, Uncle. He's with you already. All right, there, Jimmy boy. Your team is doing good. Hey there, Uncle. Your team is doing I good. Know. You might have a shot at this. You I might know. have a shot at this. Because I, I was watching him. I think this might. I think this might be our year. I don't <laughs> want to say like it, it, but I have to. Yeah, because I think he knows what to do. <clears throat> yeah, we're talking about the Detroit Lions now. The Detroit NFL. Lions. I just was on. Been watching a lot of preseason football. We're like in the Lions. preseason football because now I realize something. We ain't watching no rookies play. I mean, we're not watching no real players that that already signed. We're looking at the at the rookies. That is going to try make the team. They're trying. That's what we're watching. Yeah. That's why the preseason's the allowed. whole idea behind preseason. That's the reason. Guys? What are they doing? Reason for the season. That's reason the, the reason. That's the reason they have preseason. The reason for the preseason. There you oh, go. Your boy, <laughs> Uncle. We've got a call. And it's the only thing. No, I'm sorry, the only part. Of the, it's and it's the best part. It, it's free. It's the only time you can oh, get yeah, free that, that, and that, Yeah, that, now that's that, some of that channel. It's on the proper channels. Oh, okay, yeah. But then you got up the NFL package. Did the package and everything. So there you go, everybody. That's free. On that, on what he said, free. 
Okay, ladies and gentlemen, I have another caller on the line. So, hold up, Jim. Yeah. I have another line. Uh, call online. How are you from, man? Oh, hold on. Hold on, Uncle. Hello. I got I, Hello. Hold, Hello. Uncle. That's Uncle. not you, Jim. Yeah, hold on, Hello, Uncle. That's not you. What's I know. That Uncle, hold on a what second. What's going on here? I'm trying you to tell you. Post a call, Uncle. Just wait. Chuck has it. Gotta, Chuck, what is Chuck doing on the line? I'm oh trying God. to. I'm trying to tell you. I got to drag in the Skype caller. Give me a second. That's all. Yeah, go ahead. Just give me a second. I need. I need a minute. He's not the second line. Yeah. So we do have. We do take Skype calls. We take regular calls. Mm-hmm. Uh, this Skype caller. What they did is they sent a message to Chuck on Skype to Charles out of Chuck. I got typed in a little message. Him and Chuck finagled things on his end, and now Chuck is going to patch them into the call here. Through the magic of Skype technology, uh, and we're gonna. Yeah, uh, I thought I thought he was. I thought it was gonna be right on time. <laughs> Sometimes, but I don't know. How's it looking, Chuck? Do we do we have the Skype caller? It, it takes a second. I got to call them. They got to answer to Skype, right? And he's working no. on it. He'll be there in a second. I think he just joined. There. <laughs> Ah, hello. 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 Skype, Skype caller. Hello. Hello, hello Skype. Yeah, you're the caller. Yes. Hey. That's you. That's you, yeah. You called me, uncle. Who we call? Who, who is this on this line? This is your uncle. Oh, uh, don't tell me. It's you guys again. Uh, we, is, where were you last week now? This is Uncle Canada. Yeah, Canada boy. Where were you last week? We were having a Canada discussion boy. about something, and you were in the room, we were trying to answer all right, well, let's talk about it right now. What was it? <laughs> <laughs> it must have been important, but I can't remember what it is. No, oh, sorry, the, Kip, don't even question, remember. Robert. Well, oh, he knew here's it. Here's the question, Is it true that Canada's first lady put uh, old Trudeau out the old uh, Canada Maple House? Oh, yeah, 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 that was it. That was it. Oh, you want to know? You want to know about the divorce rumors with Trudeau? Is that what it was? Okay. I, I thought this was. I thought this is comedy hour. Well, that's comedy, isn't it? <laughs> that's comedy. That, well, at the point, yeah. Divorce is never funny. I've been Chuck. laughing. Oh, it's funny well, anytime no, it happens to somebody other than me. To me, I'll tell you that. Uh, <laughs> I only like to Jim talk about Trudeau's. Uh, I only like to talk about Trudeau's blackface and his other escapades. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, how are you guys that's doing? A, we're doing fine. great. It's, doing it's a good night here on the show. We've got a lot of, I mean, we've got a few callers to start the kids with. You're one, Robinson. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. we got people what? in the chat room. Somebody's on YouTube. Hold it. Don't we have another one? Wait a minute. We have another caller. There's oh, another so. caller. What did I tell you? Don't worry. Take with the chat room. Let the chat room wait a minute. We got these callers. Hello, caller. You on the line? Where you from, man? Who is this? Hello? Hello, new caller. Finally, Spent Kent has come back to the oh, Uncle Spent. Show. Ah. Yeah, where you been, born? We've been waiting for you. Yeah. Another one and I haven't week. come Wait, alone, man. by the way. Oh, All right, who's the wrestler yeah, this time? My, my mother and father, I have a rarity. They're both World War II veterans. Uh, my mother served as a nurse in North Africa. <laughs> He wants to talk on the show right now. He's glad to be on the Uncle Show, and so am I. Sven Ken is here. How you doing, Uncle? How you doing, Aaron and Chuck? 
Howdy, howdy, howdy. Okay. Bowling foot. Yeah, great to hear you. Ken. I'm a Go, hey, Ken. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry for that crazy introduction, but uh, it's it's been a while, and it's great to talk to you guys. I love you guys, you know? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, thanks for bringing a wrestler with you. We appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You, we... know, you know what we're looking for. Take out. I got Macho Man running around, Roddy Piper, everybody's just like, it's just total chaos around here. All right, let them guys come on. I want to talk to those two guys. Get those two guys on here. I want to find out what's going on with these other ones that we're trying to call that came come on my show. Well, you want Randy Savage. They might know. They might know something. You want Randy Savage, you're going to need a Ouija board. But, uh, you know, (laughs) the problem is I'm talking about, I want to talk to one of them. You know, Randy Savage and is maybe dead. Hey, anyway, just saying. Look, Randy, Randy, Randy went on to the next world. Okay, so that's the end of that. But you know, Sergeant Slaughter, I'm a little mad dead. at because he re- responded positively. Too? Well, Sergeant, no, he's not dead. No, 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 uh, no, no. Wait, wait, apparently we have to clear this up. Okay, so Randy, Randy Savage, not pissed. Randy, yes, Randy Savage is dead. Yes, he is. He he, he drove a uh, what did he, he, he drove a jeep into the median like he drove into a tree oh, or something. Oh, he died in a car accident. He's driving. Now who's Frank. not telling me this? I was driving oh so fast. Oh yeah, just drove a little too fast, and that was about the end of the macho man, which sucks. Yeah, yeah well, and he died doing what he loved. And, uh, yeah, driving the Iron Sheik. The Iron Sheik died recently, but but uh, Sergeant Slaughter's still alive. Yeah. See, I don't know these things. Nobody's getting update things on me. Randy, Randy Savage died twelve years ago. Yeah, you gotta look well. at the uh, wrestler obituaries every day. Yeah, Randy Savage died twelve years ago, Uncle. Look, I can't help that. But, tell but, me on uh, this. No, I'm serious. Uh, he did. He died according to uh, let's see, according to Wikipedia, he died on May twentieth, twenty eleven, which you know I'm pretty sure is correct. Uh, and you and you wait till now to tell him, Chuck. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was, yeah, I was yeah, trying yeah. to tell. He's all hyped <laughs> up. Jeez, he's I all. Didn't know the well, I Boy, Chuck, you did. I just found yeah. out. I just found yeah. out. That, yeah, good. Just found out that Ray Liotta died last year. Am I oh, the Ray only Liotta. one that didn't know this? I think so. Who is it? I saw yeah. some cigarette memes about there going on. Yeah, yeah. Ray Liotta died. Chantex, Chantex, Chantex. I don't think we're gonna get any. I'm telling you. I don't think we're going to get any wrestlers on my show. Well, not but seeing, not because of that, before because they of die, people they dying and them dying. What? And, no. and we're not getting no one. Okay, but hold on. The one guy from hold Australia on. said he was going to come on, and now I don't know what his deal is. And Sergeant Slaughter said yes, but on Twitter, and then he doesn't respond to us after we wrote <laughs> to him. So he said uh, he was going to come on, and we can't get him. I, I don't know he's why. Lost the, he's lost no, he the said He got all upset. But he's like, oh, you maggots. He got maggots. We're not no maggots. We're talking people. No, but you remember. But you remember Sergeant Slaughter's bit, right? But the thing is, I don't know what it is. It's for some reason, but he responded positively. Me and Chris were going after him, and other people tweeted at him. Yeah, Sergeant Slaughter, come on the Uncle Show. Come on the Uncle Show. Everybody was saying to him on Twitter, and he said, "Okay." And uh, then he has not probably responded got, uh, since. Probably got. I think he's got traumatic brain injury, so he's probably not. Remembering everything. Well, I don't know. He showed up for the GI Joe thing. You know what I'm saying? He, he he was able to show up for that, and I know they went to get commentary from him when the Iron Sheik died recently. Okay, so he's not far gone. 
Yeah, so no, we can only uh, we can only hope and pray. Yep, absolutely. Pray to, pray to giant rock. <laughs> exactly. Anyway, and Ray Liotta died. Uh, well, for the, the problem is, is the hot rod. He kind of came on there. He said, "Hey, I like the Uncle Joe. Everybody likes the Uncle Joe. I want to be like the Uncle. Everybody wants to be like the Uncle. Everybody wants to be like the hot rod. And then, like everybody else, Sergeant Slaughter and all them." You know, Spank can't come around saying what I got to say, agreeing with the hot rod. You know, Sergeant Slaughter was like, oh, I, you know, I, we got to let the hot rod do what he's got to do on the Uncle Show. But I think every wrestler wants to be on the Uncle Show. Well, I haven't seen one. I haven't the heard one. governor of Minnesota. Well, no, no. I got to say it back. He has been on my show. The manager from Minnesota. The well, Minnesota, the Minnesota. he has been on my show. I'll that tell you, one, I gotta get back. All right, I'll tell you who we're trying to get real, real bad too. Is uh, and I know, I know, Uncle definitely wanted him. Is is Steve Austin? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I know because he has he has a broadcast. Yeah, he's and got I, a podcast. What do these guys I, do? Yeah, listen to his and. It, it, I don't understand why they want to come to mind. But a bunch of them have podcasts. Oh. See, that's the thing. A right. bunch of them have podcasts. We're going to try and get all the guys that have podcasts. The one guy, uh, what is it, Jim Cornette, we tried for. We tried for, uh, I mean, it, look, Kent, help me out here. Well, you, Cornette's you know, kind of an ass. You know, he, he he's very good at what he says, and he's right about most of what he says. Yeah. But he's kind of a jerky. He doesn't always want to be on everybody's show. Where, you know, you know when you're talking about Stone Cold, well, the you one, know, it's yeah. different stories. Don't Cole likes to talk to his fans. Right. And well, the, yeah, he, he he has one, too. The one guy. But John Cole. You know, the, the guy who uh, uh, played Kane is now a politician. Yeah. We're, we're trying to get him. Yeah. Um, we, we, we tried to. But there's a bunch of guys Ryan with Jacobs. podcasts. Yeah, the, the, you know, the guy who ended up being the, 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 the permanent cane, not the fake one that they brought out later. But, uh, you, yeah, you know the fake cane was actually, uh, uh, Fetterman. Uh, is he Fetterman? Cocaine. Oh. Is Kane Fetterman? No, 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 no. He's not the cokehead guy. That's the cocaine. Not the cocaine. Cobain. Cobain. Jacobs is actually Cobain. bigger Cobain. than The Undertaker. Yeah. And if you go back to Smoky Mountain Wrestling, you can see them before they were Kane or The Undertaker and actually be in front of each other. Yep. It's hilarious. I, by the way, I, I think uh, Undertaker was the Unabomber. Or he was the Unabomber. I forget what it was. But <laughs> do you remember? Is anybody following uh, what the spent one is cooking here? Uh, you know, I, I, the I, Unabomber. I, back in the day, it was Kane and Kane and The Undertaker. Before stuff like them. That, that was Kane the Kane, uh, Before Kane ever became Kane, he was uh, Dr. DDS or whatever, Dr. Yankum, Isaac Yankum. Yeah, yeah he was like a dentist. dentist with his yeah. messed up teeth. Right, yeah. right, the dentist. Oh, right, right. And before yeah. that, he was something else. And then there was the Unabomber. I think that was. Yeah. Uh, no, it was me. He was the Unabomber. Oh, nice. And me and Mark Callis was, you know, the Undertaker. And they'd actually met before, but they're definitely not brothers. You know what, Ken? Here, Wait here's, a minute. A, here's a strange question for you, Ken. Yeah, they, they were calling him stuff. <laughs> I love the, the Unabomber. You know, you know oh, what's no, hilarious? No, listen, I'm talking about stuff that's like 30 years old, so yeah, you yeah. guys got to follow that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's why I was going to ask you this question, actually, because somebody stumped me on a wrestling show not too long ago with this one. And all I could remember is I knew there was more than one guy who did it. 
But uh, the Kiss Monster, okay, they actually had a, a a wrestler that was supposed to like be co-branded with Kiss, and he looked a little like a like a whacked out Gene Simmons, right, with the makeup. Oh no, not Sting. And uh, no, it's not Sting. It, no, it's it's, uh, it's not no. my Sting. No, not your boy Sting. No. It was like Gene Simmons eye makeup and like I don't know what, but he was like the Kiss Monster. You know what I'm talking about, Kent? No, I mean, it, it must have been a WCW time with, like, Insane Clown Posse and all those other guys that were doing all that crazy yeah, stuff. Yeah, it was around that time. At right, that point w- time. Anything right. but wrestling. <laughs> because that's about when Shawn Michaels went out. Stone Cold took over. Um, if, it, that's my guess. The time you're talking about was just, like, Kiss. Because that didn't happen in the old days. It didn't happen in the newer days. So it had to have been around... The attitude era, and it certainly had to happen with the WCW group. Yeah, it and was not what Vince was doing. WCW huh? in 1999. I'm looking at it. the Kiss Demon. Uh, the Kiss Demon, they called it. Yeah, and oh uh, yeah, yeah. It was another uh, gimmick, just a stupid gimmick that they did. Stupid gimmick. Hey, hey was that some outside the movie that was released right about then? That's called Detroit Rock City. Yeah, but that was made 20 years before then. That song, Detroit Rock City, was when I was nine years old. I'm 53. That was on the The Destroyer album. Yeah, Yeah. you're still young. Movie. Hey, Uncle, have you ever gotten any of those? I'm still young. Yeah. Idiot just said I'm still young. Well, uncle's, uncle's older yeah. than you. Okay. Uncle's telling you that. You're young. You're younger you're not than at, uncle. You're not at. You're not at sixty. Calm down. You're not at sixty. Well, I guess uncle's calm the down. only one that can say that. So I have to. Yes. Have to yes. Yeah, yes. That's it. Yes. Yeah. Uncle. Uncle, have you ever been to any of those uh, local wrestling shows there? Do they do any Landers wrestling shows? <laughs> uh, Land Landers. I, would, uh, I, I haven't even seen. There isn't no wrestlers out there. Now, don't get me wrong about this trip deal. This trip deal is completely out of proportion. Now we're talking. Still having dreams about it? No, that's (laughs) uh, that's a guy I haven't even called back. Hadn't been on my phone once. Uh, Called back at one time. He's probably got some litigation. I think he's in the middle of litigation. He's he's doing something because he's not here around here. What's his name again? Um, big, big Gerald, yeah. big General, big Gerald. General Big, big George Gerald, Ford, big Gerald Sanders, Sanders <laughs> Sanders, again that's Ford and big Sanders messed up. Big General, Big General well, Ford, me, Gerald, remember Ford, all that, what yeah, is whatever that is. Brave yeah, well. Ford, that's like from Brave New World. Praise Ford. Yeah, 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 yeah. Praise Ford, yeah. Yeah, well, I was a Navy SEAL. Oh, here we go. Oh, now we're talking. That's my favorites now. Yeah, we know. Hey, hey, uh, Favorite SEALs. Hey, Jesse. Hey, Jesse. Jesse, Are you still living in uh, Mexico in your compound? Down in the Baja. (laughs) Now, now wait a minute. I get the Jesse Ventura newsletter. Hey, Jesse. Hey, now, Jesse, I get, can you find out if you can talk to your buddies and try to get them on with you guys? I get the Jesse Ventura newsletter, and my Ventura. newsletter tells me that he, he left about? Mexico. I'm just saying, I get the li- newsletter, and it says that he left Mexico. He's out of there. Wait a minute. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm not surprised from what you're trying. Everybody... Yeah. <laughs> so I... 
I know a lot of Mexican Americans, and the, the Mexican Americans. When do you stop being American? I, I, well, I mean, there, there's tons of them. I, uh, I, 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 they right this side kick over here, and, and and a lot of them end up going to Mexico, you know, to see their family on trips or whatever. Oh. And from what I hear from them. Mexico is just keeps getting worse and worse with like the the, the narco activity oh. and all that is really really bad. I would, have thought, I would have thought Jesse would be able to handle that. Uh, I mean, well, he's always telling me. I mean, he jumps in and out here, and he's always telling me how he lights it down in the ball. But right. uh, you know, he, he uh-huh. then he's like, uh, you know, I, I, he loves Minnesota. He loves that all too, and all this <laughs> stuff. He's always telling me. He jumps in and out of here. He jumps on this show. He loves to talk to Uncle. But, you know, that's just Jesse. He's, busy. He's a busy guy, and he's always jumping off chance, in and out of here, just like. If you get a chance to ask him about Chris Kyle, let me, let me know. Hmm. You know he is? didn't like that guy. The guy said a lot of stupid stuff, so that's he got from mad the American about sniper. It. That's the American Sniper. Oh, that guy. No, yeah. And Jesse Ventura no, was going to no, Ventura got only one idea. Come and talk to me. That's what right. I come to do. Come to talking to me. That's the main idea, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> main. Well, I think he got, you know, he won on the whole slander thing. So, so um, oh, yeah. Landed thing? Landers. Oh, I could, I could tell him about thing. that. Tell him about the Landers thing. Uh, um, no, uh, slander. What's slander? What's slander? Well, it's not a what, desert. Well, you get the the slander thing where the guy said he beat him up or whatever in the bar, and he said no, oh, that never oh. happened. And, oh, that. And he was in a book, and he made a bunch of, you know, because what helped to get his book sold was that barroom brawl that he supposedly never had, and that was all that was taken out of the book by Jesse. And I don't blame him. Yeah. And, um. And by the way, the guy is like, what, 70-something now, almost 80 years old? Oh, slander. You know, know, I'm I'm 53. I I wouldn't want to battle the 33-year-old that's a sniper that can kick some ass either in a bar. But if he slandered me, I'd stand up, you know. I don't know. Protect yourself. I mean, if somebody knocks you down. Yeah, you got to, you you know, you got to, no matter what, take your ass whooping or not. And, uh. So I don't know if Jesse would really, really do that, but I would think he would. I think he did. As far as the court system went, um, he was slandered. So there was slandered. no proof to those accusations that were in was that he, book. Was, was he funny. slandered in Landers? <laughs> no, he don't, I don't know about that. He he, I guess he, he was don't know about Landers. Oh, yeah, we, I think Jesse's been to Landers. No, he hasn't been to Landers. I don't know about this. Tell him about tell him about that fish story. I mean, don't forget he was you know he was also a rodeo clown. So oh, you know, he can do all kinds of different stuff. He was definitely yeah. at Gerald Sanders then. <laughs> there was no Dan Sanders out there. There's no Sanders out there. But there was a rodeo. There was none of the course. Nothing of the source. No, nothing at all. Being a rodeo clown is no joke. My uh, my grandfather, my my actual paternal grandfather, uh, that was one of his side jobs, being a rodeo clown. And uh, this is a true story, by the way. He was actually killed by a horse. Oh my god! Oh. Yeah, I mean, it can easily happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That can easily happen. 
No, my grandfather was crippled. I picked the kid off the ground. He was bleeding. I said, kid, we ain't got time to bleed. Yeah, yeah, I know that. Yeah, that I know that so, one. No. I know, I know that one. No, seriously, my grand, my, my grandfather that was trampled to death. My grandfather they was them, trampled him to death. Kicked him in the death. head or something. And, but no, they just the, the horse stomped him to death in front of his uh, two daughters. Oh, oh my god! Yeah, in front of his kids. In front of two, in front of my two aunts. Yeah. Oh my oh gosh! That's the truth. I'm sure they're. I'm sure they're. <laughs> no, that's a true story. That chief. <laughs> Chief Petty Officer Kyle, I met him 20-some years ago there. Oh, you did? Mm. Oh, yeah? At the time, we were were passing through. I was leaving country, and he was getting ready to go in. And this would we were just cross-paths in Siganella, Sicily, and drank Mm. some beers. Just two Navy Petty Officers shooting the crap. That's trippy. And you were mm. just hanging out with Roddy Piper, too, right? Roddy oh, Piper? No. <laughs> you, Jimmy? Not at the Ouija, not at the Ouija board. The Ouija Hello. Board. Yeah. Hello. Now, Petty Officer Kyle and Chris Petty Kyle. Officer me cross paths. It's not some freaking... Oh, what the well, it'd be cool about? if you actually were all hanging out with Roddy Piper. I think it'd be cool if we all were, but I guess we're not. But go ahead. No. I don't That's triggering for Jimmy. Steals are always begging for stuff off of my outfit. Huh. And that night they were begging for beer. So we gave them some. And beggars beggars can't it. be choosers. Yeah. Well, rest in peace. Well, you know something, Jimmy James. The Hulkamania is running wild. Hulk, you've been smoking? Who said that? Enough of that. Enough of Whoever said that, stop. That was the lucky thing. Totally said that. So, Aaron, I like these videos you guys have been making on the Instagram. Okay, good. Those are working Practice videos, uh, uncle commentary videos. How you like the food? The food menus. Oh yeah, the food. I'm, I'm ready to put sauerkraut on everything, brother. See wow. what I t- I knew there was somebody in this place and nice sauerkraut. See, check. Hey, look, somebody else likes sauerkraut. There we go. That's great. You know what? There's a lot of guys out there that like men. I ain't joining them either. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm just saying. This has nothing to do with sauerkraut now. Hey, 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 hey. Sauerkraut. Hey, I like sauerkraut too. Hey, hey, hey. Look at here, look at here. Don't we be racist now. Don't be racist now. All right, anyway. <laughs> you eat some sauerkraut on the air. Uh, well, what, what would you think of a certain type of man I really like? Well, what would you think of an uncle cooking show, Robin? What about that? Because That's what I was asking. Yeah. Oh, they're great. Yeah, they were great. So you've been watching. So he does like them. Yeah, well, what would you think of a regular cooking show for uncle? Oh, yeah, I'd, I'd check that out on the regular. There you go. I would have paid double. I'd pay money if Uncle uh, dresses, starts, starts dressing and talking undresses. like uh, Julia Child. <laughs> Who? Julia Child. Julia Child? Who's Julia Child? Julia Child, the, uh, uh, you, you know who that was. Uh, remember what was her book? You remember what the big lady that used to be on, on public television? And, and if you were in New York, Uncle, she'd be on Channel 13, and she would do cooking, mm-hmm. and she'd go, oh! We're gonna have a lovely time with this over here. Remember that lady? 
You would know if you heard. You know it if you saw her. Yeah. You know, talking like that on Channel 13. We're trying to make these things. Trying to put my my Instagram. Trying to build it up. See, right. Well, we're working. trying to work a little on that, and he has sidekick here oh. has it decided on doing that, Uncle, to do something like now what? No, you brought up a really good point. Oh uh, no, I did. We're there working we on that. We're working on so many things, right. and we got to remember, people, if when we're making these videos, what's what I'm saying? Yeah, I know, but people have to press the button, and we have to remind them. Oh, what is this? Wait a minute, wait a minute. Tell what them. is this button that we're talking about? The I'm button. still trying to understand yeah, what's going what on here. is the button. The button is the only important thing on social media. And if people what is the button? Where is it? What do we push? It's so that they can follow us. There's a button on every single account. There's a button on Instagram. There's a button on uh, YouTube. You guys got a button down there on your Instagrams? <laughs> just a moment. Just a moment. Yeah, yeah. You, a button. The button you hit to either subscribe or follow, depending on what platform you're on, for anything. Whether it's YouTube or it's Instagram or it's Twitter. Uh, there's a button. Got him yeah. here talking button. Now he's thinking button. The, the button, Uncle. The button. Well, yeah, you guys got to use it then if you guys want to watch. Press the Hello? button, everybody. So don't forget, you can like our videos, but make sure you press the button after. That's he's saying the button. And it is courteous about it. It is at Uncle mm-hmm. the Podcast on Instagram too, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Just uh, be careful when you push that button. Oh no! Now you the plain him talking that way. We've got a Bohemian. Bohemian. Would, well, would you I got to be careful how you push that button because you you never know what's going to happen next. Yeah. See that? I didn't think of it that way. Yes, that's what I was thinking of. You thought of that, and that's what he said. Okay, what he said. All right, well, press the button, but be careful. Uh, no, now, <laughs> see, somebody's finally straightened his mind up. The sidekicks. I see. Yeah, my my mind needs some straightening. I'm yeah, I know. I won't deny that. I, I'm struggling to stay uh, conscious right now. He's talking about this. We're doing pretty good. You know this stuff. <laughs> we're doing all right here. I mean, right, I just stepped away from the uh, from the phone to get some food. Uh oh, he didn't hear that. He didn't. <clears throat> he didn't learn about Robin. You have to press yeah, the button. You gotta press the button. Have you done that? Which button? See, see, see. Not I'm telling you. All of them. Like, all of them. The share, the shares, and the likes, and the and all that one. All of them. Yeah. Yeah. Your buttons. Your buttons. Just don't press the wrong one. It's gotta, not the red one. You got to push Uncle's buttons. That's the way that goes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Let me tell you. Let me tell you about Uncle's button. Let me. What if I? What if I pull you right the belly button with a cactus? Not that button. <laughs> out of permission. Is that out of what if what if I just snuck up behind you and just put a wet wheelie to your belly button? <laughs> I said out of permission. Mm. Oh, so okay. That's a big that's a big no. That's a big no no then. We just found one. Yeah. 
A lot of people say smash the like button, smash the subscribe oh. button. Which I is don't know what that. button he's pushing when he's playing say, on the computer. Say, uh, but he's tickle, going crazy here with the ding, 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 Look ding, Look at all the buttons I'm here. pressing right now, Uncle. You see what oh, I'm doing? No. Yeah, don't I see do this. Oh, Look at that. Man. Yeah. Press the button. The other phone number where you can listen to the show. I don't think he posted that again when he redid the graphic. Oh, oh. Uh, uh, see. To the show. I don't know. Is that is that number still working? I, I haven't checked on it actually in a while. Uh, we do have a number where you can, you can dial from any phone, I even do. if you don't I have don't internet. Have it. I want it because sometimes I'm in places where I don't get data. Ah. Uh, let me let me check that out. Let me see if I can find it. Uh, see if it works. So there's uh-huh. an Ocelli Radio Network line. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, okay. Well, you can just call on any phone, and it just you listen to the radio to the radio stream. Yeah, but okay. uh, I, I nobody wanted it, and nobody ever asked me for it, and I kept putting um, it out there. Jimmy is yeah, now. now. Jimmy is right now. This is the first yeah, time in like two, three years. asking for it. I don't even know what buttons are. Oh, I absolutely want it. Because I get two gigs of, uh, like, data a month, so mm. I don't know. I'd rather use that calling I'm number. A, I'm a 500 megabyte guy, so I'm with you, buddy. Megabyte? Oh. Megabytes. Love those megabytes. Those are Can't Elon. Those are Elon tokens. Oh. E. Megabytes. Are you finding, Aaron, that Twitter has just gone to dog shit, or what do you say? What are you guys saying about that? Oh, yeah. Twitter, yeah, <laughs> X right. Twitter is... Yeah, I, I just, it's it's not great. I've spent I, less time on there than my, at my whole Twitter's Twitter career now than the last. Yeah, it's rough. All I'll say is go there, press the uncle button, and leave. Okay? Right, press the uncle button and get on out. That's all you need to do. That's all you should do on there. Uncle, are you forget. still streaming on X? Yeah, we're streaming right now on it. So. Straight up on X. I don't know what he's doing on this thing. He's playing on that's his on computer. That, uh, yeah. I don't know that's on one of those adult sites, x.com. <laughs> it sounded like that, yeah. What's going on? Sites? xxxxx.com. What is wrong with you now? We're talking this now? I guess. Talking, talking it. Talking, talking that. It is talking guys. smack. Talking x.com. So you guys have been else. good, though? You've been out at Landers? How's all those cactuses? You were filming some cactuses? Well, we were in Landers today cleaning up the house, actually. We did do that. Uh, Made it back here. Uncle, you want to say something? No. Oh, you want? Okay, so what Uncle is requesting is that we use some of the newer shock classes that we got. He was biased because he was in the Army. He said, join the Air Force or the Navy because he said they'll at least teach you something. Oh, the Air Force or the Navy will teach you. Oh, he's teaching me. That kind of goes in with the uh, first hour of the show, Uncle. This oh, that was your your hour. We talked well, a little bit about that. He's talking that hour. He's talking your hour. We're going to use the Scotland and Ireland shot Ireland. glasses. Or Scotland and Ireland shot glasses. Here's an I Love Scotland shot glass. I'll put a little bit of Joshua Tree Lost Horse whiskey in here. There. And then we've got. Oh, yeah, this? I'm all for that. The Scotland, the Ireland, I'm all part of that. You know, I'm like the hot hey, rod, buddy. you know. Spent cat, he's having a good time. Loving being on the uncle show. 
Oh, uh, you guys got a drink on this? We're about to have a drink here. What do you want? Do you want Scotland or you want... I'm to Scotland. I'm a Scotland man. Okay. Why not? You can have that yeah, one. Yeah, me Scott, too. I'm a Scotland, Scotland man. I, I, I'm more Scottish. Hey, how are this here? So, yeah, Scotland, Ireland, we're drinking. Here we go. And that was the drink we have is... What? Lost Horse Whiskey from whiskey. Joshua Tree Distilling, which is very good. That's out there, too. I have, I have Baja uh, flavored Mountain Dew in commemoration of the governor from Minnesota, because I know he loves Baja. Uh, right. uh, Perfect. What do you guys have? Drink what do you other guys have? What Michigan, uh, Minnesota have? Minnesota, Minnesota. Minnesota. What do you, what do no, you guys do? Jesse just told me and everything's good. I mean, he, we, we all should, uh, just keep, uh, doing that Scottish thing. And, uh, you know, he's, he's over there just making himself a drink. So I don't know what else oh. to say. Oh, he's making, you know, a... uh, you know, macho man, stone cold. Everybody's just running around over here. It's crazy over here, but, uh, we're on the uncle show. Yeah, when they wasn't in the well, Oh, yeah. Oh, there he is. I was about to say, where was he? Now he's just around. He's around. That's wrong. See, they're the only wrestlers that are on my show. No one else can get on this show with those guys. Not, no one can? Well, they, you don't see him coming. I don't see him calling. I don't see him getting on. That's, that's why we're making this content that Robin was talking about, Uncle. So we get to be huge. Everybody knows us because they've seen our clever little videos on social media. And they're like, oh, of course I'll do that show. Oh. I know what they're talking about. I've seen Uncle cook a mayonnaise and pickle and peanut butter sandwich. I want to be a part of that. Uh, by the way, people, they are slipping down, these two. They missed a sandwich I made. <laughs> and they weren't here. We didn't capture it on video. Didn't huh? catch it on video. Whoops. I tell you, when I'm ready to make a video of it, you better be ready. Okay. But nobody here. And that's the that bottom time. line. Yeah, that's right. That's the bottom line. And not have, and not have, and not have them taping it. Yeah, you gotta be on top of it. Right on. You don't even know I'm gonna make right a food. Plates <laughs> of food are right under cats and popularity. Yeah, and we got his Instagram. Everyone his knows wife that. now. His wife now mm-hmm. is taughting him, taughting him how to do it during the day while he's working. <laughs> you see. And that's now to get her. Well, to we're sharing responsibilities. It. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. Uncle, Uncle the podcast. I'm trying to talk. Okay, talk. I, I didn't and this is on. why this is why we were doing the shows yeah. of these recipes. Exactly. That's why. What? It's a family project. It, well, show. yes, that's what you call it. It is. It's a family project. It's working out good. Yeah. Call roast beef from the uncle. Give me a hell yeah. Oh, yeah. How's that? Well, that's pretty good. Yeah, he was just saying how much he loves the roast beef and everything else that uh, uncle's cooking. He got an uncle show cooking food. It's got to be good. So that's he's watching it. So. so he's watching it too. Mm. 
Huh. Yeah, you must keep up with better than I do. That's, uh, you know, I'm just trying to work some music out with the my band, Keltakelgakis. The man is watching. Gotta go shopping. Gotta go shopping to get some things to do some more sandwiches. Yes. No. Well, yeah, one guy was just <laughs> saying, uh, he was talking about the lunch meeting. He was like, this is the best there is, the best there, they the best there they... ever will be. Oh, no. Who's saying that? You? <laughs> yeah, somebody, somebody we know was saying that about the, the, the lunch meat you're using in those sandwiches. He's like, this is the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. Now, who the heck says that? I know somebody says that. That's some good uh, <laughs> deli meat, Uncle. That wasn't you. He took a little hitman on the whole you're not sandwich no, thing. You're not no wrestler. No, you get into wrestling ring. Who? You. Me? Yeah. You want to talk about wrestling. Oh, oh Aaron. <laughs> no, I'm not a wrestler. No, but, right. You could be like Aaron Lee. You know those old you know those weightlifting bald guys from back in the day? <laughs> oh, yeah, those yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, they have a mustache, too, yes. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah mustache. Uncle can shave Uncle's head, and then you guys could both be those guys. Lift medicine you be a, balls. You'd be a troop. You could be like the. You wear those white hey, as well, yeah? Tell you something. I'll tell you something. The okay. other day, we was walking the door, and they said, I was walking like the bushwhacker. Oh, yeah, you did look like oh. the bushwhacker. They will, I can walk like the bushwhackers. You can't. The bushwhacker. He's got yeah. <laughs> that's what he, that's what Sidekick like like said. You're camo pants, I want to say. <laughs> you just I don't of, know how. You look like one that, of those Are you guys. talking about deer hunter? Yeah. The, no, uh, no, the bushwhackers. The, the bushwhackers. It was a, a wrestling tag team. Oh, oh, team. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Didn't they wear overalls, though, like? No, they wore camouflage pants and they wore uh, tank tops. What got me is they kept going after them posts and start eating the post. <laughs> they did do that. That does something else when doing those eating those posts. Can you do the arms? We knew them in the arm. Here come here come the arms. They did arms like this. What That's what they did. They did that. That's their arms right there, like that. That's it. That's right there. And they're good friends with Hacksaw Jim Duggan. They said, oh! And they'd yeah, run yeah. their arms up and down. They'd march around the ring. And, oh, and, no, and, and like Bobby the Brain Heenan would go nuts. He'd be like, oh, Spent Kent, how do I put up with these people in my ring? And I'd say, I don't know, sir, but. Can I, can I ask a question here? Because I am the wrestling genius, Spent Kent. But, anyways, oh, no. let's keep going. Yeah. Hey, Robin, what's your question? What's your question? I got a question. Yeah. Is it possible yet to mail any mail to the Uncle Podcast? Not at present. No, he hasn't got his postcards. No. He don't got his. Oh he don't God. got his box out yet. He didn't find his oh. box. He's taking his time on that. I don't have the box. I don't. He have, he don't have, have his box because Chris Jericho told me that he wants to mail the you know Uncle Show and, and exactly. So, no, no. Gotta, you know, Chris Jericho, we're twins. You know, we're twin brothers. We're twins. You better get you know, on yeah, it. He's got a you, you know get on it. Mother, and I, I, I'm a month older than him, but we're still twins. Hey, he's ready to send the card. I'm waiting for it. And where is your postcard? Where is the Mailman over just, here. Just send send mail to Alien Expressions. Just and mail it, mail it, and bring the mail we'll over. Find to, it. No, we'll find no, no. Bring it over we'll to this it. house. Bring it over to the house. Bring it over to our house. Yeah, bring it I'm over to the house. It, I'm going to send it, right it to your Airbnb. 
Yes, do that. Well, we we don't have. Well, that will be a mistake. Because they don't look, they don't look in the mailbox. So don't go to the mailbox up there. No, no. They don't go there. Not particularly. Send it, send it to the house, our uh, house mailbox. No, no. Send that, send that to the house. Press I'm, the button. No button. Why not? All right, you can, I'm talking. Now press the button. Just a you moment. Email me, you email me the address, Uncle. Uh, three, uh, one, three, no, seven, no, no, seven. No, 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 the Rock says it's 1035 Rudy Poo Lane, right past down the Roll Boulevard, says The Rock. You better get in your better I don't know where he came, but it wasn't from my line. He's somewhere on the line here. You better find him, hurry up, and get a box. Eddie wants to send some. I'll pay for it. I'll pay for the one up here. I'm going to go buy a box this week. Yeah, I'm gonna buy it. So riled up, he's got paid for it. Now, cause I'm after that in that letter. Yeah. Oh, oh, there we go. Oh, yeah, we're gonna make we're gonna make some social media videos about it. There yes, I'm making a video That's of it. Good. I'll make the box. Yeah, I'll buy the box, and it's gonna be at this place over here. <laughs> because now, Rock not, wants to make not, sure it's at the SmackDown Hotel. No, it's over. By, where's that box you at? At the grocery store. The grocery sale box. There you go. I don't know. Gonna send, just send it I to the grocery store. I need to get that letter. <clears throat> now you got me wondering about this letter this guy's going to send. Really? I'm ready, and I'm ready to listen. <laughs> Find out this letter. That's what got me your, going. This mail. The guy doesn't time. have the mail. The man doesn't have an address. I realize how important this mail was. Yes, it's important. And that's why you better get a box. I'm living in the digital world, Uncle. I know you're in the Sale digital mail world. Business is yesterday. Know, I'm here with Uncle. I got to agree with Uncle. Yesterday's news, dudes. Can I, can I give a shout-out? Because I got to go here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let's go Shout-out. Shout-out to all the mailmen out there filling those boxes up. <laughs> oh, wow. All right. Have a good night, guys. All right. Good take night. care, Robin. Good, good night, brother. I need some box, too. But go ahead. <laughs> So many box problems here, Uncle, tonight. Boxes. They're just everywhere. We're so but, but, but no, at least now we know it coming in the mailbox. We get one. <laughs> we know that much. We know that guy's going to send a mail. He wants this important mail. Uncle. It's from the podcast. Uncle, mail. I have a more important message. Now what is it? Press the button. Mailbox. What button? The button. I think we've been pressing your button yeah. somehow. Your yeah. buttons are being pressed. Yeah, I think a lot of the time, Uncle, we just need to let them talk about pushing buttons, and we just back there pretend they're talking pushing buttons and just listen to some good old music. Yeah. Yeah. There you okay, go. Let's put the music on. Some good old classical music, some good old classic rock and stuff like that. And there ain't no buttons being pushed when you're all just jamming yeah. out and having a good time. That's bad one, I say. Give me the beat, boys, to free my soul.
<laughs> I'd like to get lost in your rock and roll and drift away. Yeah. Won't you take Ah, uh, here we go. You're going to be making some music. Right? Yeah. Quick poll. Does anyone else think that $82 is way too music just for Def Leppard? I think it is. <laughs> what? Def Leppard, $82. What? 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 Now, Def Leppard's a decent player. <laughs> Def Leppard's a pretty decent player. Singer. Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy. Are they worth $82? That's, they are the de- de- decent player. Decent singer. They're a decent and that's, they're they're decent super singer. Talented. They're not the worst band in the world to see ever, and they also have a good uh, slew of songs that, like, if you were with a girl, you could have some really good cuddly time with taking her to that concert. It would be a good move, a smooth move, everybody. But 82 bucks kind of sounds a lot. Uh, if you have two tickets, brother, whoever it is, if it's you, uh, Jimmy James, whatever girl you want, you get, because you got some smooth tickets, brother. Just be smooth about it. Where's this 1986? I might agree with this <laughs> statement. I don't know about now. Like I, I, I'm saying it's way over. Yeah, but we're not we're not 19 or 15 or 26 anymore. You know, we're, we're 200. All, we're in the 200 rounds. We're on the 200 rounds. I'm 53. I think there's a lot of other people on here that are older than me. Maybe just uncle, but whatever. But yeah, I mean, you, you, it's like there's like whoever's out there is going to go to a concert, take a girl to a Def Leppard concert. You won't, you won't go wrong. So that's wow. all I'm saying. Wow. I don't know if I can agree. You with got that. two tickets and you got a girl. You take her to a Def Leppard, Def Leppard concert. You will not go wrong. Period. That's spent can advice. Okay. All right. Bye. They mean uh, the girls I like that weapon more than than any other pan. What about what yeah, about out, what about the last album of Elton John's last album song video from the um, from the Dodger Stadium? Do you see that one? Oh yeah, when he played so fine his farewell tour recently. Round tour lately. Did the farewell tour? Ken. No, okay. I don't. I'm. You talking about? Um, go ahead. Uh, John, All right. Elton yeah. John, the last concert at uh at the. Well, uh, he went. He went all over the world, right, for the for the farewell tour, and he was here in L.A. Obviously, he was playing the LA. stadium. Stadium that the football team's playing. So if I baseball is playing that. So yeah, yeah, I, and I, he makes great music. He's very talented and everything. So, but I actually like. You know, if it came down to it, I actually like Def, Le- Def, Def Leppard songs better than, than Elton John, but not by oh, much. You did. But you do? Oh. Either way, if you take uh, a girl to either one of those concerts, you're gold. There you so go. that's all I got. That's the wise words of the spent one on the Uncle Show. There we go. Oh. He's giving out advice for our listeners. Ooh, this has been a long night. And listeners probably are. I think we'll have a part-time period. Uh, I think uh, I think it's time for some shout-outs because uh, my clock says 9.02. Yeah, if yeah. that is right, uh, we're 
I'll get my hour. But wait a minute, Uncle. Who paid $82 for the tickets to Def Leppard? Uh, so have, uh, what, you? Was it, was it Jimmy James? I think yeah, it's Jimmy. J- Jimmy, James. Well, it was Jimmy James. Wasn't you? I looked it up. Yeah, you looked, looked it, up, it up, so you're the one. You're the I one that... I master. Yeah. Yeah, you... And I'll point out the, that, that uh, it was, it was him. $2 was the cheapest ticket. Oh, yeah. Wow. That was the cheapest ticket. Yeah, they, they, they command a good... Uh, they still command a good show. They're a good band. They can still play. You know, even the drummer lost an arm. He can still play, you know, and he was doing oh, it since yeah, the 80s so. after he lost the arm, so... That's right. And uh, you take your girl on that show, brother. That's all I got to say. You know, I'm not going to say no more. All right, Jimmy? Uh, well, I don't you know. You got an extra man. ticket, man. Don't be dumb about it. You go to. Hey, go down and find yourself a girl and go. Or, you know, if you want a guy, that's fine, too. I'm not oh, being man. discriminative. Even a trans testicle, you can take whatever you want. It's all good. Take your dog if you need it, but that's a good concert. That's I'm just encouraging you, brother. I'm being funny. Now, um, all right, guys. Um, that's do we need to do these shout outs, Uncle? I said that just a minute ago. Okay, so let's go to Jimmy. Jimmy, Jimmy, you a folks? Might as well get to him, yeah. <laughs> all right, shout out to. Uh, Def Leppard, pour some sugar on me for that <laughs> kind of money. <laughs> That's his top song. They'll have to pour sugar on you, and then you got to take that sugar and then process it and make a whole lot of candy bars, just like a Hershey's factory, and sell the Hershey bars nationwide till you make enough of money to buy a ticket to see Def Leppard. How about that? Mm-hmm. That makes sense, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Follow me on this one, Uncle? But... Uh, <laughs> but if you pick up a cute little, like 37 year old girl that wants to go to a Def Leppard concert, you demand it at night and you get to talk about it next week on the Uncle Show. So, anyways, brother, yeah. there you go, Jimmy James. As far as the spent one's got to say, let's go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Ken, by the way, who, who would you like to shout out to? <laughs> so, that was what he just mentioned. Is that it? <laughs> Did we hit everything? Ken, really? Oh, talking. I love just. I just love talking to you guys, man. I, I miss you guys. I, I, you know, I'm here once in a while, and uh, Chuck and Aaron and Uncle and Jimmy James and you know everybody. You know, I just love being here when I can. That's all. You know, so I'm just being as goofy as I can be for everybody, and being entertaining as I can be for everybody. So there you guys go. That's me, the spent one. Right, <laughs> spent Ken finally back on the Uncle Show. Hello. There you go. Yeah, yeah. And now, now he's on hold, and I think that means that there's nobody on the line. I think Robin dropped already, so. Yeah, he already dropped. He gave the shout out. Yep. Where's the only ones left, Uncle? What happened? Well, what happened to, um, oh, I wanted to get a shout out to, uh, Minnesota Man. Well, go ahead. Give a shout-out to him. Minnesota man. I want to shout-out. Gaming, thanks for calling in and get back to your wrestlers and see if you can get in touch with a few of them yeah. that you know. Mm-hmm. There you go. That's a shout-out to me. I'm going to give a shout-out. You know who I'm going to shout-out, Uncle. Mm-hmm. I'm going to shout-out Buttons. Press them. 
Press the buttons. Oh, no. He went to button. That's thing. all I got. That's all I got, Chris. Mm-hmm. I don't know even know what button he's even talking the about. The buttons on every social media platform, at Uncle Podcast on Twitter. I don't even know what it, button Instagram X and YouTube were also at Uncle Podcast. Now, press the buttons on every single one of those things. And so you're following Uncle and you can get all his new sandwich, cheese sandwiches. Okay? You can watch there them. You can watch them. Of course, we got them on. They're still on there. Ones I made. We have our website, too, UncleThePodcast.com. We're live every Sunday on Ocelli.com, 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Oh, how are you doing with uh, your, your can, uh, new We're doing great. We're doing your we're new doing job. Amazing. Is it you getting we're, a new? Oh, can you get it? We're doing a great to, job here. Can you get it knocked down to Friday? I still I'm work. Asking, my, are you still working on Uncle's that? asking about my job. I uh, still have right. the same job I've had for a while. Nothing's changed. I just want to know if how is it coming with it's, the oh, it's, interview. It's as exciting as ever. My, my, <laughs> no, I want to get back to Friday. I want to get back to Friday, and I'm asking. You know, Uncle, it's, it's a thrilling industry I'm involved in. Would you like to talk all about it? <laughs> it's, it's really fascinating. They get that job down to 6 o'clock. Take the job down. <laughs> Not 9 o'clock. Uncle, Uncle, I'm taking what I'm given because I'm working for a living. Or I'm taking what uh, they're giving. So I'm taking what they are giving because I'm well, you're trying to get. <clears throat> Uncle, this is the end of the show for this week. Why don't you bring it on home? There's a uh, 300 and. Um, six? Six. Six show. Bye bye. What happened to Boom Boom? I don't know where hey, Boom Boom is. Hey, Chuck! Where's the music? God, he's sleeping too. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>